Good afternoon, everyone. I welcome you to the prayer experience from wherever you're joining me, whether you're joining me from Africa, whether you're in Pakistan, the United Kingdom, the USA, I welcome you all to the prayer experience on this lovely Saturday afternoon here in Preston. You know, before we go ahead, I just want to thank God for Marian for that update that she's gone home. Marian usually prays with us. She's one of us, one of the intercessors. So we are glad to receive that news that she's gone home. She's on her way home or she will be going home today. Please do share this video with others so they can join us and pray along we want to see more people pray that is our heart's desire to see people from different parts of the world praying going on their knees before god and praying without ceasing so please share this video with others so they can join us also connect with us during this broadcast you can ask for you can send a prayer request also, a praise request, a praise report. Tell us what God has been doing in your life. You know, we would like to hear from you. We also have a prayer experience hotline for those in the United Kingdom. Make the most of it. You can bring a landline or a mobile number and there will be someone to pray along with you. Use these tools that God has put in place. We also have a prayer experience community on Facebook and on WhatsApp. Please do connect with us. If you have a prayer, a prayer request that is confidential, you can also send us an email. Lots of ways to connect with us and get in touch. Let us give thanks. You know, in Psalm 100 verse 5, I think Psalm 100 is one of my favorite psalms. It says, for the Lord is good and his loving devotion endures forever. His faithfulness continues to all generations. God is so good. We need to be grateful and thankful. You know, yesterday I was speaking to someone who was complaining about the NHS and the United Kingdom. And they were saying, you know, things are not going well in this country. And I, and I had to turn that conversation and say, this is not the worst part of the world to live in. You know, there are worse situations. I just had to say to that person, there are worse situations. It could be worse for you. You know, and it's, it went on to say, well, this country has got bad weather as well. I wish if I was abroad. And I said, you don't know what it's like in other parts of the world. You know, that is what it's like. Others are not grateful. They don't, they choose to see the bad things instead of the good things. But we know that our God is good and he is loving. And yes, maybe that person might not know God, but still you can choose to be positive. And this is why we are there. Probably this is why I was connecting with them, just to bring in that positivity 
into that negative life. So let's give thanks. Let's be grateful. I'm saying this so that we can be grateful and thankful before God, for he is good. There's so much goodness in our world. When we look around, we can see the faithfulness of God, that his faithfulness continues to all generations. So Father, we thank you as we gather this afternoon we just give thanks to you for you are good we have tasted and seen and know that god is good so we are grateful this afternoon we thank you lord for marian we thank you lord that she's on her way back home we thank you father for just hearing those prayers that we were praying for her i thank you lord for all the other intercessors who are praying with us, who pray with us every day. I thank you for my children. I thank you for my siblings. I thank you for my parents. I thank you for my friends. Lord, we thank you for all that you are doing in our lives. You are a good father. And indeed, we will see your goodness that goes on from generation to generation. We thank you that our children will walk in your goodness, that they will walk in your glory and in your grace and in your strength and in your power. So Father, we thank you. We thank you for who you are, for the heavens that are open upon us, for the grace of God, Lord, that is upon our lives. Father, we give you thanks in Jesus' mighty name we have given thanks for our god is so good you know today the inspired word is for us to have the boldness to ask i have been going on and on about receiving and asking and believing and god wants us to believe more and look at this man this man inspired me in mark 15 verse 43 to 45 it's talking about Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the council who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God. He went boldly to Pilate and asked for Jesus's body. You know, he wasn't always bold. I thought there was another part to the scripture. So he wasn't always bold, this man. You know, he was fearful. He's described as a secret disciple. Yeah, there is another part to this scripture. Um, uh, did I not put it up? There is another, another part to the scripture. Sorry, it's supposed to say, um, you know, summoning the centurion he asked him if Jesus had already died. When he learned from the centurion that it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. Thank you so much. So it says Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. And when he learned from the centurion that it was so, then the body of Jesus was given to Joseph. You know, he, was, he wasn't always bold. That's what I like about him. But he, at the right time, he, he arose and he went to Pilate 
and asked for the body of, of his Lord and Savior, Jesus. It says he was a rich man, as we read that he was a prominent man, but he was also righteous. You know, I said he was a secret disciple. He was not like John, like Peter. He was not part of the 12 disciples. But what I like is at the writer, he had a part to play. His part was going boldly to ask for the body of Jesus. You know, sometimes you are you don't know when your time will come. You don't know what part you will play. Because of his status, he could go to Pilate and Pilate could grant him his desire. But he did not ask fearfully. It says he boldly asked. You know, he went and he said, I need, can we have the body? You know, he wanted to give his Lord and Savior a proper burial. You know, it also says he was waiting for the kingdom of God. It reminds me of Anna and Simeon who were waiting in the temple day in and day out. They were praying, they were waiting for a Messiah and they saw Jesus. You know, you may be waiting today. You may be waiting a long time, but God will come through. He will come through for you. We have to have a mindset, mindset of knowing that we are waiting on God, of desiring the things of God and we will see them come to pass. And so he went and he asked for the body of Jesus because he wanted to bury his master whom he really loved. But my challenge to us this afternoon is will you and I have the courage to step up in our generation and boldly ask for justice. We need to speak, we need to ask for mercy, we need to ask for freedom. Will we go to our MPs? Will we go to our leaders and say this has to change? Will we go to, to the houses of parliament and say we want to see change? We want to see justice in our nation. We want to see, you know, those who have no voice. We speak on behalf of those who have no voice will will boldly preach the gospel to the lost we will speak to this we will speak to this generation that does not want to hear the truth you know at this point he did his part you and i we need to do our part if we do not ask then we will not get it's as simple as that. You know, we need to step up and rise up in boldness like we see in this situation over this man's life. He wanted to bury his master and his savior because he was waiting for the kingdom. He saw more, he believed more. It wasn't just an issue of burying the body of Jesus, but he, he, he wanted more, he tapped into it. He arose at the right time of his life. You know, today I just want to stare it in us this afternoon that we will, will be bold in our generation, in this world that we are living in. The People of God need to be bold in Jesus' name. So I want us to take a moment of reflection. This is a time when we pray for ourselves and reflect and say, Lord, help me to have confident trust in you. I want somebody to say, help me to have the courage, Lord, to go where you send me to go 
to do what you ask me to do. Help me not to be silent when I ought to be speaking. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray right now and ask individually, Lord, for boldness. We ask that you give us the boldness to go where you send us to go, the boldness to do what you ask us to do. Lord, I know that in some situations where you will be sending us to go, they may not want to hear. But Lord, we ask that you will make us bold, that we will be bold as lions. Lord, that we will be fearless, but we will go for what we believe in. We will do what is right. We will continue to speak the truth even when they don't want to hear. Oh, Father, we just pray. I pray for everyone who's praying along this afternoon that you will give them the boldness to ask for what they want, whether it's in prayer, whether it's in going to even outside of prayer, in their places of work, that people will have boldness to ask for better shifts, that they'll have boldness to ask for a Sunday off, that they will ask for what they require, that they will ask for what they want. This is not the time to be timid. This is not the time to just accept things that seem normal. Lord, I pray that you will stir things in our hearts this afternoon, that we will go for more, that we will go deeper, that we will open our mouths and ask for justice, that we will have the boldness to go before leaders, world leaders, and ask for change on behalf of those who have no voices, on behalf of the church, on behalf of community, that we will say no on behalf of our children and on behalf of where you have placed us, that we will rule and reign. We will be the head and not the tail in Jesus' mighty name. I have to move on from that. I want us to pray for the church. You know, I want us to pray for divine direction. In Numbers chapter 9, verse 23, it says, At the command of the Lord, they camped. At the command of the Lord, they journeyed on. They kept their obligation to the Lord in accordance with the command of the Lord through Moses. So this was God directing and leading the children of Israel. But we can pray that upon ourselves today, upon the body of Christ, that they will follow God's ways, that God will lead and direct the church. I like it when it says, at the command of the Lord, they camped. At the command of the Lord, they moved on. If God says go, you go. If God says stop, you stop. If God says wait here, you wait. That is how we keep in step with God and in step with the Holy Spirit. But we see another key here is that at, at Moses, through Moses, so the church has got leaders. I want us to pray for church leaders to follow the Lord's direction. And we follow in turn the Lord through our leaders as the Lord leads the leaders as he led Moses. So will he lead our leaders? So let's pray for church leaders 
that they will follow the direction of the Lord and as a result, lead the flock in the right direction. Let's pray that the church will follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and not the leading of the flesh. Let's pray that the church will walk in step with the Lord and keep their obligation to the Lord. And let's pray for focus because there are things that will come upon the people of God to distract but let's pray that the body of Christ will remain focused. Let's pray that God will train us to do his will. Let's pray for the church. Join me intercessors, Lord, as we lift the body of Christ this afternoon. We pray for your direction, that you will lead and guide our churches, that our leaders will hear from you. They will hear your voice when you say, this is the way to go, take it. And, and as the sheep follow the leaders, let these leaders not be, the, let it not be the blind leading the blind, but Lord, that they will have the light of God, that they will hear from you. And as a result, they will lead the people of God in the right direction. I pray for all, for the deacons, for the elders, for the youth leaders upon the church, that they will hear your word, that they will hear the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit upon the church. Lord, it is not time for us to miss here. I pray that you will open our eyes, that you will sharpen our ears so we can hear. You will remove any, anything that is stopping us from being led by you at every command, at every step of our way. You will lead us and guide us that we will remain, our obligation will remain in you and you alone. Lord, train us, raise us up, equip us, Lord, to do your will. Help the church in Jesus' name we pray. I want us, while we're still praying for the church, I want us to pray for spiritual vitality within the people of God. Look at this scripture in Job 17, verse 9. It says, nevertheless, the righteous will hold to his way. And he who has clean hands will grow stronger and stronger. It also says in Psalm, I've not put this scripture up, but it says the righteous shall flourish like a, like a palm tree. They will grow like cedar. They will grow like cedar in Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. Let's pray for the church that, that we, will, we will grow, grow on from strength to strength. You know, I'm just after the body of Christ this afternoon that we need to see a change in the body of Christ, spiritual vitality in Jesus' name. Lord, we just bring your people that we will grow on from strength to strength. We pray for people, for believers who go on from church to church, that they're not planted in the house of God. We pray, God, that people who say they believe in God will be planted in the house. We pray for churches across the world that, Lord, they will be ready to receive 
as you bring in this harvest. Lord, I pray for people who say they believe in Jesus, but they are not rooted and planted in the house. Lord, that you will deal with them, that you will go after them, that you will stay their hearts, that you will, you will speak to them as they sleep, oh God, that they need to be planted in the house of God where they can flourish. We will come against believers who, th who think they can do it on their own, but they need to be together with other believers so they can flourish in the house of God. So Lord, gather the people across the nations who are not rooted in a church. We pray, God, that they will, have, they will be revitalized, that they can grow as they come in within the body, and then they can play their part, doing their part. Lord, maybe we are asking for more laborers as we always do. We're asking God that the people who are not connected to the body of Christ outside of the church will come in and be connected. Lord, you know our heart's desire, but we're asking God that you will refresh us, that you will make us strong, that you will strengthen us. Those who are weak and weary and downtrodden, and but they believe in God, that they will receive strength from on high today as we pray, revive us, refresh us, oh God, spiritually in Jesus' name, so we can be effective. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want us to pray for families for breakthrough. You know, I want us to pray for breakthrough over sickness and disease that our loved ones, anyone who may be unwell, let's continue to pray for Marian as well, for breakthrough over financial difficulties, for breakthrough over mental health issues, over generational curses, over old mindsets, over fear, over evil. Let's call upon God who is mighty to deliver and he's mighty to bring change in the lives of families. I like this scripture in Acts 16, verse 25 to 26. It says about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying. They were singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. You know, this is a sudden moment. I am really believing God that as we are praying today, just like Paul and Silas were praying at midnight, that there's going to be breakthroughs. You need to believe. Father, increase our faith that as we gather this afternoon and pray over our families, that there will be breakthrough, that there will be breakthrough. Even after this broadcast, Lord, I pray that people will continue to pray and press in on behalf of their families, that those chains will come loose, that, Lord, there will be a suddenly, we are asking for a suddenly moment this afternoon 
over those who are feeling unwell, over those who are battling mental health, Lord. We are asking you to move, to do what only you, God, you are the mighty God who can bring a breakthrough. God, I'm asking that there will be a suddenly moment that they will collide with destiny, that they will encounter God, that they will hear your voice as you speak into their lives. We speak into the lives of our loved ones, God, that they will be set free, that they will come to the knowledge of Jesus, that they will come to salvation. We say today is the day for salvation. We speak it, oh God, on behalf of our lost loved ones, that they will turn to Jesus. We say today is the day for them to rise up and accept Jesus in their life. We break the chains that the enemy has put on, our, on their mind. We come against rebelliousness in the name of Jesus, but we pray, God, that you will do a new thing in their life. And we pray for those who are suffering financially. We come against any lack in their life. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that you will open the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing that they have no room to contain, that you will do exceedingly, abundantly, God, above all that we can ask of think or imagine. Lord, open, open doors that have been shut upon our families. Let there be a new change. Do something new. We are longing, God, to see people healed, to see people delivered. We come against mental health right now, fear and anxiety over our children. We thank you, God, for breakthrough through. We thank you, Lord, for progress. We thank you, Lord, that you are speeding things up, that you are restoring years that the locusts have eaten. Lord, I pray for Marion right now that you will heal her completely, that the, the doctors will be surprised, that by the blood of Jesus, that she will be free and healed her and her household, Lord. We are believing for breakthrough before the end of this year, God, that you will have healed them, that they will have a testimony, that they will be sharing across the media, across the airwaves, that God has healed us, that God has changed our lives. Lord, we join our faith this afternoon and believe you for a breakthrough over our families, over our homes in jesus mighty name lord we just thank you father we thank you for every prayer that we pray this afternoon that you have had we thank you lord for moving on our behalf on behalf of our families on behalf of the church we thank you lord in jesus mighty name we have prayed thank you so much everyone for joining me as we pray this afternoon. You know, I really, 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 really believe for a breakthrough for you. You know, thank you for joining me from Pakistan, from Nigeria, from Holland, from Australia, from the Philippines, from Kenya, from Canada, the United Kingdom, Tennessee, India, and of course, Zambia. 
Thank you so much for praying along with us. For the new people who've joined us today, we really, really thank God for you. Please do subscribe to our free audio podcast. And we will be back on that note tomorrow at 2 p.m. I trust that you enjoy the rest of your day today. God bless you. i